0: you sure. Dark, the show that takes place in Riverdale, but after dark.
1: After Dark is when people gotta sing!
2: <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete.
0: And we are going to be talking about the all singing, all dancing episode of Riverdale that just aired this week. Um, or if you're listening to it later, whenever.
2: Um, this episode was crazy! Now, it was... Amazing, insane. And I, I, I was, when it started, I was like, oh God, I'm going to hate this because it's going to be nonstop singing. But nope, it was amazing. But it was nonstop singing. Do yeah. You, uh, I would say le- there was some stops.
0: <laughs> there was <laughs> some, some stops. Well, uh, I'm curious about this. What, how do you guys feel about musicals? Pete, seems like you're not a fan. Not a fan.
1: Um, I like some musicals. If I, old fashioned musicals, not a huge fan of. Sure. Um, what, like what? Like, musicals I like? Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, la- the recent production of Pippin was very good from, like, two or three years ago. Um, uh, Hamilton. I uh, love that. Okay. Uh, that's not I haven't a, heard of it. Not a crazy opinion to have. <laughs> um, uh, what's it called based not, on the comic not, book?
2: Not a play, though. Are Spider-Man there, there Turn things? Off the Dark? Nope,
1: not that one.
0: <laughs> uh well, anyway, okay, we've established that. Why are you
1: attacking me? Musicals are a fine uh, form of entertainment.
0: Yeah, I love musicals. All of them, all the time. Let's do nope. this. Musicals forever. So then we got the lay of the land there. Uh, let's do a little bit of a recap for what's going on in Riverdale because it's been a couple of weeks since the last episode of the show. So uh, Archie is dating Veronica. Uh, he has been getting deeper and deeper with the Lodge family to the point where they gave him a car and making him Veronica's driver for some reason. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. A lot
1: of great romances. Romeo started as Juliet's driver.
0: (laughs) Uh, Also, the lodges have been uh, buying up land throughout town. In the meantime, Hermione Lodge is running for mayor opposite Fred Andrews, who is also running for mayor. Uh, Jughead and Betty are back together. uh, And Betty has been dealing with stuff with her brother Chick, who moved back into town last episode. They forced him out of the house. So, Alice Cooper, specifically Alice Cooper, forced him out of the house because it was too dangerous to have him there. Yeah, because
2: he's a creepy, creepy dude.
0: All right, chill it out, bro. Uh, and let's see What else Cheryl is the big thing oh, Cheryl, Cheryl was sent To the Sisters of Quiet Mercy Because she had According to her mom Deviant tendencies She was broken out By Veronica And Tony Topaz And Tony and Cheryl Finally kissed They're a couple uh, And moment. Cheryl Ended the episode Swearing to burn The whole town To the ground One yes. other big thing
1: uh, With Alice Cooper She is dating Jughead's mm-hmm. dad F.P F. Palace As we call them yeah. And then she got, a, uh, got Broken up with her husband now, as we also call that.
0: <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, so I think that brings us up to speed. Let's jump into it. This, it was a. Ama- I don't even know where to start because there's so many we things we got to start with out. the
2: play. we got to start with the casting and all that all went uh, So
0: we start with a
1: song. Yeah. Very fitting. The girls sing a song. The boys sing a song. What do you pick up here is that Archie is still very stupid. <laughs> uh, so it's a fun uh, little number They're singing Yeah, so it
0: starts with Archie is doing shirtless Push push-ups, ups, the best kind. Uh, which is amazing, over a script, uh, which is, uh, like I said, this again, my theory is he is only able to think with his shirt off. That's how he is able to memorize all of his lines. He takes oh, his my, shirt my off. My brain is yeah.
1: working so well. It might if I get a little comfortable.
0: Yeah, and it's great. Uh, just uh, to set the stage also, so to speak. Good, good. Thank you Oh, very much. so good, Alex. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This is an actual musical. There was a failed musical called Carry the Musical that was on Broadway. Yeah. Everybody kind of hated it at the time, but it's gave this cult status. Roberto Aguero-Sacasa, who show runs Riverdale, loves Carry the Musical, decided to use it, and it's great. Yeah. Like It works so well for the characters of the show without having to jump backwards to make it work, which yeah. is so nice.
1: It felt nice when it just, especially with something that's such a big swing, like doing a music all-musical episode, to have it really fit in with the tone of the show uh, pretty easily, and then the actual character arcs was yeah, really Yeah, I was
2: really surprised how smoothly it fit in, because yeah, I was like, fantastic. this is going to blow. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't like any of the singing, but the other stuff happened, and uh, that was fine. Right. So Smart everybody's
0: a pretty good singer, except yeah.
2: Archie, who's like, yeah, come on, let's yeah. go. Archie was trying to, like, doop, rap doop, sing. Doop, I don't know doop, doop, what that doop, was. Doop. Yeah. Uh, which was hilarious, Uh, very very Archie.
1: It's a classic montage. We see where the characters are, and then we get to the big dumb thing that Archie did, which is hiding the fact that he has a car from his dad. He parks the car a little bit around the corner and and gets into it every day. In the the smallest town in America, Archie thinks he's going to hide a car (laughs) from his dad.
0: Yes. Well, his dad doesn't go around that corner. His dad instead True. tries to really angle to work on school musicals. But <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll get to that in a moment, too. Well,
1: speaking of that, we get right into the, the the musical where an adult woman, Alice Cooper, is playing a role in the high school musical.
2: Well, OK. All right. I, I know we're this jumping. This show doesn't That's give li- a
1: fuck about reality. <laughs> but
2: I want to talk about Kevin like having such a powerful... Role in this? I mean, he's doing he's the a casting. Director. Yeah, he's doing the casting, and also the Kevin's assistant. Was amazing in this episode. Kevin had like a little assistant dude, and that dude was also amazing.
0: Here's the thing: Kevin Keller plays it cool, but he is a messy bitch who loves drama. I think that <laughs> what oh. the fuck?
2: he is. I he mean, is. he
0: the entire show. He's like, well, let's not tell people about the black hood. It's all good. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just tell you these very cool secrets make about tough everybody. Decisions. It's uh, the amount of yeah. stuff that Kevin Keller does about where he's. Everybody's just like, eh, you're cool, Kevin.
1: But, well, he's in charge of uh, the sinking ship, of the a Titanic-sized sinking ship of the of sure, Riverdale High true. School musical.
0: Uh, I do want to mention one small moment that happens after they end the musical number is everybody's running and dancing and singing and coordinating time, and they all sit down on the chairs, and then there's this shot of just like one creaky chair, and somebody's like, oh, it's Fags. And, then, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, hey, Fags, and that's yeah. it. It was just this weird, perfect button on it that... The, I, I don't know. I don't know why that jumped out to me in particular. Well, it felt like,
1: very comic book. It felt like a little like uh, sort of the mod, the current Archie sure. run by Mark Wade. sort of has that sort of like
0: little joke in the background moment. Right. Yeah. There's, there's no reason for Fags to be there necessarily yeah. other than like, sure, also he is
2: here. Yeah. And I uh, think that's what jumped out to me about it, it. It was upsetting, though, that Jughead was just the role of cameraman. He was just a cameraman in right. this episode. Right. He's so, a creep. Yeah, he was just filming everything. He wasn't a part of it. He loves that shit. And even like the POV stuff, I was just like, oh, man, this is... So Kevin asks Jughead
0: to document the whole thing. I do wonder if part of that is the fact that Cole Sprouse, who was on Disney shows for years, specifically said, please, I don't want to dance and sing. Please don't make me dance and sing. I will do it for you. But if I cannot do it, that would be great. I read an interview where he was talking about this. Uh, And so they don't have him do it. But it's such a weird extra added element that I feel like doesn't actually add anything to the episode to have Jughead be doing this documentary at the same time. Yeah. Do you guys disagree? I no, it, it was feel-
2: weird that he wasn't... It was If you're not going to sing, fine, great. Thank you for not singing. But, like yeah you got to participate in some way. just having them be a cameraman was driving me insane.
1: It felt like um it felt like they were going for like a found footage horror movie feel, so yeah. I get that, but they never really committed to it yeah it was uh, like, in
0: a way so there and wasn't yeah, it feels like it's something that they're gonna go back to in the next couple of episodes. we'll get to this in a moment, but particularly the last scene. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of yeah. clues to where things are going to end up and I think that's the whole reason for the tape. like nothing else going on in the episode is important other than what Jughead gets from that last yeah. scene. but we'll get to yeah. that in a moment
1: uh so we have uh Betty harshing on Veronica clear a split between the the yeah. those two, which is um. Uh, not great. Um, yeah. Well,
0: here's another thing that I really liked about the episode is it was much less about the couples and much more about the friendship. Friendships yep. and, and repairing. Also, the, the Chuck
2: f- is in the play. Yes.
0: Yes. That's that's probably important to note as well. Uh, in case you don't remember Chuck, he was pretty abusive to the women of yep. Riverdale. He was giving them sticky maples. Which meant posting their pictures on Instagram with a bunch of maple syrup on it. And yeah, they were just Disgusting. like, yeah, Chuck, it's right.
2: cool. You can be back. And I was like, well, well, well there was this- an
1: episode yes. earlier this season where Chuck sort of said, hey, I want to make amends. I realized I was a jerk and they sort of don't really let him back in everyone's good graces. And then he is here again and everyone is, is not so playing the villain.
0: Him. Was Reggie in this?
1: No, no, I didn't see him. Yeah,
0: they keep Reggie out of everything.
1: Yeah. Well, that's like Chuck feels like right. a Reggie.
2: Yes. Uh, I so. would like to talk about like how Cheryl, like when people were talking about like in the beginning, like, oh I'm Cheryl stands up, I'm gonna be playing Carrie. And it was like oh, it was such a great Cheryl moment. Right. I just
0: so Cheryl immediately does what Cheryl always does, yep. which
2: she stands
0: up. Uh, right at the beginning, like you're saying, and immediately jumps into a musical number, which is big and bold and brassy. Uh, And then at the end of that, she almost dies when a sad bag hits her.
1: Yeah, classic theater disaster.
0: Then it's revealed to us, or rather Kevin reveals it to Jughead, that the Black Hood is back, or at least somebody pretending to be the Black Hood sent a note
2: saying, you need to... Recast. get rid of Cheryl. People are thinking it's Barb, which I was like, fuck you, don't try to print this on Barb. So...
0: There's a bunch of stuff that's happening in this episode, but again, it is so amazing to me that so many people in this town care what's going on with the High School Musical.
1: Yeah.
0: actually like a
1: serial killer who's been killed.
0: Right. A serial killer who's been killed. That's one thing. Also, Fred Andrews is like, I got to get that High School Musical account, otherwise my business is going (laughs) to fold. Exactly.
1: (laughs) He needs to build the sets for High School Musical. I mean, to be fair, it does feel like a big budget. Uh, High school production. The costumes are sick.
0: They're very nice. And as we find out later through a really expository line, uh, they're forced to perform in all of them all the time. Uh, Veronica uh, explains that like three quarters of the way through the episode. She's like, wow, it's really great to be in costume all the time. Thanks, Kevin. Good idea. Right. But uh, so anyway, uh, they get into it. Uh, We get one very interesting pairing. We get a little bit of a barchy pairing going on.
1: Uh, yes, uh, which I think is a big reveal. Yeah, I, I think we're getting close to Barchie. Uh, yeah, I was, I you don't was, like that? No. Why? No. It's coming. It's coming, Pete, don't. and you have to be prepared for no. it. No,
0: The way that Archie says he walks up to Betty and he's like, hey, isn't it funny how we're boyfriend and girlfriend? Is a very typical dub Archie line of yeah. he wants to be boyfriend and I was and so
2: worried that in the play they would have to kiss. And then, like, oh, I was. Oh. They've already
1: kissed in reality, and they're going to kiss again, Pete. So get ready. Uh, Open and up. Not, your, yeah, they're going to
0: fuck, not
2: Pete. Ready. I'm
0: not and then they're going to have a baby. Then they're going to. That's what happens. Don't,
2: don't make shit up.
1: They're going to fucking. You're going to be there, you, Pete LePage. It's going to be in Riverdale, watching
2: them. <laughs>
1: Uh, right before that we get a good Betty and Veronica song which I thought was cool Veronica yep. giving off a lot of Mila, Mila Kunis in that 70s show vibes um, <laughs> then we get uh, we get Hiram having a lot of another one of his hushed breakfasts where he talks about his evil shit
0: yeah mm. and uh, he has a wickedly devilish idea yeah after Ooh. he finds out that Archie hasn't told his dad about the car um, uh, by the way and I want to put a, like a little bit of a pin in this because we should talk about it before the end of the episode uh, so just kind of think about this in the back of your head who was the best singer in the episode? We'll Ooh, come back to that. Great, I love
1: that. Uh, we get some F Palace uh, stuff happening. Yeah, uh, this is
0: messed up. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: FP is uh, and Alice. Their relationship seems to be sort of. A little bit on again, uh, on again. It's, de- it's definitely on again, as we saw in previous episodes, uh, but a little rocky. Uh, she goes up to, to, to him at Chop Pop's Chocolate Shop. Yeah, and he's
2: busy. Like, why can't you cut him some slack? It feels no, very man. much
1: like they're playing out their
2: high school lives
1: as adults. Uh, I was was really her. He's at not busy. She... He's
2: avoiding her. Yeah, but like she he was like, hey, listen, I'm kind of dealing with something. And then she was like, fine, it's completely off. And I was like, oh, no. I like them I like the two of them together.: I
0: like the two of them together, too, and he clearly, by the end of the episodes, regrets what happened. Yeah But he's clearly having morning after regrets. That's
2: Well I don't know happening. if that. Wow. I don't know what else is going on, because it feels like it's something else he's not ready to deal with, but I was just upset that he kind of dismissed her so quickly after they were having. Fun. Should we,
1: will we play this out because then we see Hal comes back to town and Alice.
2: Is back on. That. Half Palace is out. Palace is on. That made me super mad. Yeah.
0: Betty, uh, parent traps her parents uh. and gets them back together. Uh, Hal is a changed man. Prom- don't buy it. Don't buy it. Do you think it's any coincidence that when Hal comes back to town, the Black Hood also comes back to town?
1: Fuck no. Yeah, dog. I've been saying how's the Black Hood since day 1. Uh, I've been saying since day
0: 2. Yeah, that's right cuz you heard I me do it about, on
1: day 1 yeah. and you were like that's a good idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's how that days idea. work. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so that is a bummer that they got back together, particularly because I don't trust Hal at all, and he does nothing but yell at his children. Yes. Also, his reaction, uh, he finds out the chick is not his kid, and his reaction is something like, I think I always (laughs) do. Yeah. When it's been three weeks, maybe, Mm -hmm. since he found out, something like that. Uh, I don't like that Hal guy. Well, there's stuff we
1: get, a a Cheryl and... uh... And Josie makeup song. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. It's nice. Uh, uh, Betty <coughs> Betty goes after Veronica, just out of nowhere, uh, tears her down. Yeah. Friendships
2: in tatters. Yeah. Uh, and then also we had the Mr. Lodge was being a dick, like waving the car around in front of Luke Perry. Well, let's talk about the scene. How do you feel yeah.
0: about the Lodge-Andrews rivalry at this point? Because this is obviously a major facet of the season.
1: Um, I, the way that Hiram tells... Uh, tells fred anders
2: about archie having the car it was, was such a dick <laughs> yeah. move it was such a dick move but it was, and like I was too so proud obvious. of archie for being like fuck you man guess for- what my dad's gonna win every time luke perry wins every time and i was very proud of archie that's luke not perry. true the house perry,
1: luke perry is a down in his luck carpenter <laughs> he, <laughs> he loses he really almost is. every time
0: well oh my God. But he's, he's trying to run for mayor. He's clearly not like a mayor election where two people are running and he's like the third choice. <laughs> yeah. And he's trying desperately to build sets for the high school musical, which is a thing that clearly the set department of the high school is going to do. He has nothing going for him.
2: Well... He told a nice story about how, like, he wanted to get him a car and go to the jungle. That was a very touching moment. Yeah, Congratulations. So, so buy
0: him a cup of coffee. So Dude,
2: rem- You are a fucking dick, man.
1: Iram blows up Archie's spot with his dad in yeah. the car. Uh, and Fred Andrews is like, what about our jalopy? Blah, blah, blah. I, th- I wanted to go get a jalopy for yeah. you and put it together. And then a couple of scenes later, we see the oldest car I've ever seen. Even in the comics, yeah. the car is not as old as yeah. this, like... Model T that, uh, that Fred pulls out of the junkyard for Archie to drive around. <laughs> There's no way you could even register a car that old.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: uh, so he,
0: he gets that. Do you want to talk about yeah, your favorite Yeah, so scene what of the happens
2: episode? is uh, Archie was like, yo, Mr. Lodge, fuck you. Here's your car. Then he goes and he like sells a bunch of stuff, goes to the junkyard and gets something that they're going to build together and the look on Luke Perry's face when he sees that Archie did the right thing I started crying immediately
1: holy shit because Luke Perry is constantly on the edge of tears <laughs> yes. this entire episode he's like hey,
0: hey it was hey probably an amazing happened?
2: thing that Archie did for his dad you here's fucking here's what asshole. I think happened
0: I think what happened was Archie took the tarp off the car and for a moment a brief moment Luke Perry looked at it, and he's like oh my god is this a mirror is that me over there is that what I look like yeah.
1: Is that my hyper intelligent son? Guys. And then he clearly must have been chopping
2: so many onions because he was like, Hey, hey, hey <laughs> Luke Perry is fantastic in this episode and fuck you guys. It was a great farci moment. Dude, you just you know <laughs> why you guys have such a hard time with somebody who struggles in life? Oh, I
0: like I like Fred a lot. I just don't understand why you don't accept the fact that he's clearly the saddest character in the history of television. Fuck you. That he is, is he dude, is 10 pounds of sad
1: sack and a five-pound sad sack.
0: I bet Eeyore from Witty the Pooh would look at Fred and be like, yo, cheer up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come you. on, dude.
1: Get it together. <laughs> Fuck well, you. I, to answer you honestly, last season he was a real person, and this season he is just like a human flannel shirt who walks around <laughs> being like, please buy me from this vintage store. I'm Americana. Wear me around and drip Fuck your you, man, man tears Luke, on my shirt." Blueberry my- is
2: amazing. Yeah, he's great,
1: but the character has become nope. this like... hey.
2: Nope. Nope. Yes.
1: Probably other things we need to talk about in the episode. Definitely. So um, Alice, Missing Chick. Alice has a big breakdown song. Kevin's direction is powerful. Yeah. He makes Alice go through the <laughs> biggest emotional <laughs> breakdown. Of, that's why adults don't do High School Musicals because yeah. you get still, emotional.
2: Yeah, yeah. And she's. Talking I, right I thought the
0: scene was great. I mean, this was it was very obvious, but it's the scene of Carrie's mother seeing to Carrie, uh, and Alice clearly channels the emotion. She doesn't want Betty to leave. Yeah. She thinks. Chick left, Hal left, Betty's going to leave her. She's going to be totally alone. FP left her as well by working for a little bit. Uh <laughs> he left her for a mo- bunch of milk <laughs> <shakes>. <laughs> yes, for a moment. Uh, yeah, I thought this was really good. I mean, madchen Akvik is great. She's definitely camping it up at points. But here, she really channeled the emotion of the scene, and it was awesome. It was yeah. awesome.
1: Um, it was great. I, I like the moment. Uh, we have uh, Penelope Blossom pulls Cheryl from the play. Uh, oh. setting up Midge to take over uh, the carry role.
0: Now, can we talk about Cheryl's situation a little bit? I mean, it's solidified by the end, but I don't understand where Cheryl's living or what's going on at this point.
1: Uh, isn't she staying uh, with Tony? Uh, is she, st- is she with staying Tony? with Tony? Yeah, yes. I think okay, we're yes. in a Shoney-Shopaz situation. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, yeah, that's what I thought, too. There's been a bunch of fans online, actually, who are tweeting me pictures uh, from of Toadie's pants in one episode, and Cheryl is wearing them in another. Oh, oh yes. yeah! Oh,
1: I mean, that's a subtle fan uh, nod right there. Yeah. That's oh, absolutely.
0: Great. I think they're putting a lot of stuff in that. I, I actually looked, when I was watching the opening scene back again, I saw there's these quick cuts where they have the Cheryl and Toadie thing, the, the, when they're dancing in the opening number, and uh, I'm forgetting exactly what it is, but when Cheryl says, Damn... It cuts to Tony just really quickly, and when Tony says something like "Hell yeah," it cuts to Cheryl. Like, there's quick little cuts like that that are super subtle, but they're doing it so well. Even if they're not full on making out in this episode, they're playing to the Chody Chopaz fan base pretty hard.
1: And I I love that they're making their Cheryl is like this wild character that you never know. She's a bad guy. She's a good guy. You never know what you're going to get from her. But despite that, they're able to keep this relationship fun. It doesn't get bogged down by Cheryl being mean to Veronica for some other plot point. Yeah,
0: let's talk about the scene that happens immediately after she gets pulled for the play uh, where Toadie is super frustrated and... No, not Tony. Uh, excuse me. Cheryl is super frustrated. I'm, I'm mixing them up. They're yeah. basically the same at this point. Cheryl is super frustrated, and Tony consoles her and is like, no, you are Cheryl Blossom. Yeah. You are still always going to be Carrie. Go fuck yeah. shit up. Yeah, and, yeah. She yeah, and she and I does. And she does. I love that, like, Tony for Jughead was kind of the voice of reason. Yeah. And in a weird way, she's the same thing for Cheryl, where she, like, yeah. she knows... How to weaponize them in exactly the right oh, way? Oh man,
2: does she? It's dude, crazy Cheryl, to think. I mean, Cheryl goes full carry. It's amazing.
1: Uh, before we get to that, it's crazy to think of Jughead and Tony Topaz together because that it seems so weird now. Because yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheryl and Tony is such a good, such uh, a great. Uh, So then we're setting up for the the climax. We get a, the dressing room song, yeah, which I was like awesome. I truly thought that was that was the high point song wise. It was yeah. very well done. That was my favorite part. So it's
0: everybody dancing. Uh, It works really well with all of the characters. They block everything really well. Yeah. Um, Everybody who should be dancing is dancing. I was like, why are we seeing
2: the dress and not the, like, full thing? And then I'm like, oh. Yeah. So that was why. Uh, So uh,
0: right after that, though, we get a cut between two different things. We get to see... Jughead, and this is—we're getting back to this tape. Jughead walks through backstage, getting his final interviews or whatever. But there are so many quick little things that are happening in the background that I think we're going to come back to later. Like, yeah. there's a split second shot of Sheriff Keller passing through in the background mm-hmm. and patting his son on the shoulder, then leaving. Or we swing into uh, midges. Not hotel room. Midge's dressing, dressing room. room. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> Weren't you a man of the theater, Alex? <laughs> Treading oh, the boards. Cheese it. Um, so we cut into Midge's dressing room, and Fags is there. And Fags is like, oh, I'm just helping her with lines. Uh, and then we get to a bunch of other things like that. Moose shows up and is super angry. Um... And then uh, the big thing what we were supposed to focus on is that Jughead finds a bunch of letters that were cut out by Ethel that seem to be I mean, the things Barb. that made the Black Hood letter, but Ethel swears Her name is <laughs>
1: Ethel. what? Her name's Ethel. Barb. It's sure.
0: Fucking Barb. Uh, Shannon Purser is the name of the actress,
2: Pete. Barb.
0: Anyway, uh, Ethel swears immediately. Oh. She says, no, I know what it seems like, but I'm of it off for my vision board. And I actually tend to believe her. Like, the way that she's delivering the lines, there's no reason for her to be like... Oh, I know what this looks like. Yeah. yeah, you know she would say something like, "It's not what it looks like," and then run out of the room. But she's pretty much immediately like, "I have an answer. I have an explanation. This is what's actually." You might go. call it a red herring.
1: Um, yeah, we get uh, the and moment. Then, we get the moment where Cheryl, uh, Cheryl, her Carrie moment, where she gets a, a, gets emancipated from her mom or demands to be emancipated. Yeah, that was
0: crazy. Yeah, I dude, I wow. don't know oh. how that worked, but she covers herself in blood, oh, takes Catherine into to the, the house, best. and tells her mom, "You emancipate me." You leave Auntie Rose alone. You and Uncle Claudius get out of this house. Yeah, that's definitely not the end of them by any means. No, oh. but Cheryl definitely won. Cheryl, the nightmare child, won this round. Yeah, and I got to say, did.
1: especially Pete, who last season you thought Cheryl was the ultimate villain of this show, yep. and now you couldn't be more on board. with
2: her. I'm so it's all Cheryl. It's and unbelievable. From
1: that high, let's keep the high going because we get to see Chick, oh. who is still very nice.
2: <laughs> yes. What are you talking about? He was so creepy in the
1: dress. He one. was so. Fr- what are you
2: talking yeah. about? He l- was straight up like he almost said like I'm the murderer, like I'm the I'm the worst person in this town. No, what he, he said
1: now. was like I just want to see this show. And like, no, he did not. Point. So here's one thing that he's I will say as is fuck. the
2: way
0: that they cut the scene together. Veronica tells Chuck that he is redeemed, that he's been a perfect Victorian gentleman this entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm forgetting the exact phrase she uses, but she says something like, "Well, you're not." the bad guy anymore. Right. Yeah. And then Chick pops in. Yep. Yeah. So there's a clear indication there that, like, well, maybe Chick is still kind of on the line of something. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. At the very least, he it does say he's just there to watch. Yeah. And I think he does really want to be part fuck of the Cooper family.
2: No. Fuck you with this bullshit of, like, oh, Chick's fine. He is the worst. Wow, chick is just a nice fuzzy little baby no, he's chicken. Not. He's yeah, a little baby
1: chicken. I just want to pick him up. He just hatched out of a little egg and he so wants to anyways, sit on your shoulder. He wants to sit on your shoulder and be your friend. Uh, to your point, though, I do think that this Jughead film is going to be the focus of the next episode, almost like the Zapruder yeah. film yeah. of um, the next scene that we're about to talk
0: about. Yeah. So the next scene is we're finally in the musical. Everybody is sitting and watching, having a lovely time watching Carrie the musical. Uh, Alice Cooper is singing on stage. And she says, come out, Carrie, come out of your closet. And the set reveals that Midge has basically been crucified on the back of the stage. yeah scissors jabbed into her and in blood it seems is written from the black hood is written I am back from the dead I'm going to kill everybody who I missed the first time I have returned watch out and it's a lot had, of blood that's like a series oh my of god lines, and yeah. everybody how's it going yeah. uh they, did guys. you miss me
1: XOXO yeah. have a great Gossamer. summer there was some like legal underneath it was written oh in very god. tiny yeah. blood did yeah. you read all of that it was, yeah, it was very. it was like copyright, yeah. uh, copyright blood. Blood. Limited time only. Uh, Some participation may vary.
0: And then everybody screams and runs, and that's the end of the episode. So, oh, man.
1: I got to say, that was great. That end reveal was fucking scary. Because I thought the top
2: of it was going to be Cheryl lot but nope it was oh really great really well done yeah so we got a lot of questions going into
0: the next episode i think uh first though let's kick it off talking about who was the best singer in the episode who do you think was the best in the episode musically cheryl yeah best singer was cheryl cheryl really interesting what do you think justin um i was gonna
1: say uh veronica really yeah Okay, uh, I liked the the dressing room song. Like I said, was really my my favorite p- uh, part of it. So I feel like, and she, I liked her moment in
0: that. Yeah, I think Josie is easily the best singer yep. on the show. Right, but a lot of them weren't actually singing, if yeah. I may. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was surprised by Betty. I thought Betty was great. Yeah, I really enjoyed Betty. I thought she did really well. Um, so I, I was pretty happy with that.
2: Yeah, yeah there you go. That, I'm excited for hopefully more Josie stuff as well. Sure. I just can't
1: wait for Archie's solo
2: album.
0: All right. Uh, well, let's talk about the big question. We're back to it. Who is the Black Hood based on this episode? Do you have any theories? Justin.
1: Uh, me first. Well, let me just say whatever Pete's about to say, no, it's not Chick. Uh, He's too tiny, unless he's taking some sort (laughs) of super soldier serum to power up to go do.
0: Well, let let me interrupt to ask this. Do you think it's the same Black Hood or a different Black Hood? I think it's a
1: different Black Hood. I think same Black Hood.
2: I think same Black Hood as well. (laughs) No. Why does the Black Hood care about who's cast as Carrie? That's dumb. That's not the Black Hood. I'm not going
0: to disagree with you on that, but at the same time, I do think it's the same Black Hood and not a copycat. I think the guy who has killed at the end of the mid-season was a red herring. I think he was forced into it, like we talked, and I think we're going to see the reveal of the real Black Hood, the puppet master.
1: Uh, let, me, uh, let me throw this out to you. I think that uh, Ethel was actually making the notes but the Black Hood uh, came separately. Don't and you did put that, bar- uh, that That's too. a
0: good theory. I like that.
1: Because it seems like, yes, why would the Black Hood care about the casting of the play? It yeah. wasn't Betty focused at all, it was Cheryl. So yeah. the Black right. Hood has never expressed all the interest in Cheryl. I would also throw out that this uh, I've been a big Hal is the Black Hood guy, as we know, but this is le- leaning me more toward Kevin, or uh, toward. Uh, Sheriff Keller. Sheriff Keller, yeah. uh, As Black Hood. He was there in a weird way. It would make sense if the last Black Hood died in the prison, in the jail, Mm -hmm. the police station, that I think that puts uh, Chief Keller uh, pinned on it.
0: Uh, I will, I st- I'll I say I still like the double killer theory. I'm a big fan of it's Sheriff Keller and Hal working together as the, the scream Co- theory. Scream um, theory. Um, I don't know. We'll see. There's not a lot of evidence for that this episode, other than the fact that we very briefly see Sheriff Keller in the episode and he doesn't always show up. And Hal is back in town and then suddenly the Black Hood attacks again. Um, but we'll see what happens. Pete, what about you? Yeah, I think it's a bunch of people. and A uh, bunch
2: of people? Yeah, it's a bunch of people. The librarian? Yes,
1: definitely Fred, involved. Fred. Uh, oh, it's everyone but Fred. Cuz Fred's just like,
0: I'm
2: <laughs> Luke so Perry good. Is not no. <laughs> I'm so Luke good. Is not the Black Hood. Yeah, no. Oh totally. my god, that would be That'd be a crazy reveal. The
0: worst <laughs> thing for Fred would be he got left out of being the Black Hood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: think that would be a bad. Thing. So, uh where uh, sort of follow-up question. How we only have a handful of episodes left this season. Where are we headed? Obviously, the election confrontation. Yeah. Do you think a major character is going to be murdered by the Black Hood?
0: I think we're going to find out who the Black Hood is before the end of the season. You're going to kill me for saying this, Pete. I think Fred is going to win the mayoral election and then get shot again. I agree with that. I think Fred is going to be killed.
1: I think Fred is going to be killed by the end of the season. No way. Luke Perry is the best part of the show. It's okay. He's going to be a force ghost for season three.
0: Yeah. He's gonna be like, Archie, take off your shirt. You more, gotta take off your
1: shirt. More
2: push-ups, Archie. I love you, man. Uh, let's not. make another <laughs> car. You guys. Let's make
0: another car out Dude, of the yeah, junk. Let's
2: make fun of someone who cares about his kid, you asshole. I mean, that seems pretty shitty and dumb to me, so
0: <laughs> don't listen to this podcast, my two kids. <laughs> All right, if you want to support the <laughs> Little show, late I, for I, that. wait, <laughs> Betty and Veronica,
2: motherfucker. Oh my god, you're right. All right, this episode only, Betty Veronica, motherfucker. Which one? Betty. All day, every day. She looked amazing in those jeans that she was wearing on stage. Oh,
0: Jesus <laughs>
2: Amazing. This, I don't know if you understand exactly what this
1: is. Uh, great. Great answer. Cool. Who looked best in their jeans? <laughs> <laughs> Justin. Uh, I like all jeans. I'm going to throw it out to Alice Cooper. I'm going uh, right. to take Betty and make it uh, last generation, all generations. Alice Cooper is... Uh, is the the queen of this episode.
0: I I think Betty and Veronica both make really good strides. We didn't talk about this a lot, but uh, the fact that they do take steps to repair their friendship throughout the episode is great. That's cool. Um, I may be misremembering this, but I think Betty takes the first steps. She's also the nastiest. (laughs) Yeah, she's super nasty. She goes pretty dark. Dark Betty, But then she pulls herself back, which I think is good. So I'm going to go with Betty for this episode. Yeah! All right, if you like this show and other shows that we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in New York City at the Pit Loft. So come on by, we'll chat about Riverdale. Shout out to my chody homies. Online, oh, You cool. guys. Oh, my God. Love you guys. That's, oh, wow. <laughs> wow.
2: Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friends on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our show.
1: Follow us on Twitter and follow up on whatever Alex is talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at check Comic in, Book Live. Check us out at live.com for the podcast and more. And we'll see you in the dark. Pete, I just want to say that fuck I, you.
1: I love you and I want to, I want to build a... Of an airplane with you, and we can oh, fly. Oh no, no, that's
0: a jalopy. You're talking to a jalopy.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You're. I just love you, my little rusted out car.